It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. A new report from the Washington Post says that the January 6th committee left some key findings out of its final report about how social media platforms failed to address extremism ahead of the attack on the Capitol. The findings were included in a 122-page memo that circulated among the committee, this according to a draft viewed by the Post. They say that the social media platforms ignored employees' warnings about violent content and bent rules for some conservatives, especially at Twitter. Hmm, that's not what their Twitter files have been telling us. But those findings were not included in the final report because, sources said, committee leaders were worried about offending Republicans and starting a fight with those powerful tech companies. In what I believe is a related story, a plot to attack elected Democratic officials in New Mexico. Seriously. Albuquerque police on Monday arrested a man named Solomon Pena. He's accused of being the mastermind behind shootings at the homes of four elected Democrats in December and January. Pena was the Republican nominee for a New Mexico state House seat in November. He lost his race, though he's following the Trump playbook and claiming on social media that the election was stolen from him. Pena showed up unannounced at three of those elected officials' homes in November, saying the election results shouldn't be certified. He was also at the Capitol on January 6th. Now, Pena is accused of hiring four men and conspiring to have them shoot at the homes of two county commissioners and two state legislators. Why am I not surprised? And yes, there was another mass shooting, this one at a Martin Luther King Jr. Day event in Fort Pierce, Florida. Thankfully, none of the eight victims were killed, though one remains hospitalized in critical condition. Hey, is that the sun peeking through the California storm clouds? Forecasters say the clear skies are coming. The latest so-called atmospheric river tapered off Monday night, but before... For their smooth sailing, one more storm system, a weak one, they say, will hit the state Wednesday and Thursday. According to the California Geological Survey, California has seen more than 400 landslides as a result of this series of storms that have hit since December 30th. At least 19 people have died as the storm destroyed homes and inundated entire neighborhoods. Flood watches that covered millions in coastal California have finally expired, though Cleanup will continue over the next several weeks. The storm system is now advancing further inland and is expected to bring heavy snowfall into the Four Corners region. Parts of Colorado are expecting up to two feet of snow tonight, while rain is forecast for much of the southwest. By the middle of the week, the threat will be in the south. An area from East Texas to Lower Mississippi Valley has the potential for strong storms. Stay safe out there. So, embattled freshman Republican Representative George Santos of New York has acknowledged making up much of his resume. But now we learn that, quote, he has deeper ties than previously known to the cousin of sanctioned Russian billionaire Victor Vexelberg. The Washington Post is citing video footage and court documents saying that Andrew Intrader, a cousin of Vexelberg, and his wife gave $5,800, that's the maximum allowed, to Santos's main campaign committee. 
They also donated even more to committees linked to Santos since 2020. An SEC filing in a lawsuit against Florida-based investment firm Harbor City Capital, where Santos once worked, shows that Intrader put hundreds of thousands of dollars into the firm. China, which had a one-child policy for many years to battle overpopulation, now has the other problem. China's population fell last year for the first time in 60 years. And they're saying this is a trend that will likely start a long period of decline in population, and it could bring profound implications for its economy and the world. That's an interesting twist. So are you still tweeting? Even though there's been an exodus from Twitter since Elon Musk bought the platform, many of us are still there, inexplicably so. And now we learn that a lawsuit has been filed against the company over a data breach. Just days after an internet hacker site posted information allegedly gleaned from more than 200 million accounts. Lovely. The lawsuit was brought by a New York state resident seeking class action status for all whose information may have been hacked and asked the court for unspecified monetary damages, as well as an order requiring Twitter to hire third party security auditors. Yes, please. Oh, and Elon Musk and Tesla are set to go on trial in San Francisco today in a case where the company's shareholders claim they were defrauded by Elon Musk's 2018 statement when he said that funding was secured to take the electric car maker private. Hmm. But wait, there's more. In a new cover story for New York Magazine, the reporters take a deep dive into Musk's first three months at Twitter. They spoke to more than two dozen current and former Twitter staffers to find out exactly what life is like at Twitter under the Elon Musk regime. They write, quote, in three months, Musk has largely destroyed the equity value of Twitter and much of his personal wealth. He has indicated that the company could declare bankruptcy and the distinction of running it has caused Tesla stock to crater, costing him, ready for this, $200 billion. They also wrote, quote, if free speech was his mandate for Twitter, the platform, it's been the opposite for Twitter, the workplace. Dissenting opinion or criticism has led to swift dismissals. Musk replaced Twitter's old culture with one of his own, but it's unclear with so few workers and plummeting revenues if this new version will survive. As one employee said in December, place is done for. Oh, Joe, Joe, Joe. The White House is pushing back on the Republican outrage over the discovery of some classified documents at the president's residence and former office, calling the indignation from Republican lawmakers shamelessly hypocritical. The Republican-led House Oversight Committee is investigating the president over the documents, but shamelessly, hypocritically, they have no plans to investigate Donald Trump's hundreds of government files. Of course not. Because that's the way they roll. Two years of this. All righty then. And that's just a bit of what's news. For now, I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and The Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on one of those donate buttons. You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. 
And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's nom nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash sent by Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom.